Today, on today's episode, I have a special guest with me, someone that did a 26-mile rock with 30 pounds plus on his back. He's been on my podcast before, but I'm going to let him reintroduce himself because it's been some time. It's been a minute, and I want to use this time today to talk about his experience and the things that he was able to learn throughout his journey with the 26.2 mile ruck the floor is yours bro hey what's going on thanks daniel appreciate the intro um name's brian lee part of the transcendent phenoms team um yeah my thing was to to do a, a marathon ruck uh i started out saying it was 30 pounds and then i found some different standards and stuff like that online with uh when whenever there's like formal events that they do um that was like sometimes the 30 sometimes it was like 35 there's different like tiers and stuff too so um my pack was i think it was close to 40 pounds like it, when i started it was it was actually a little bit more than 40 pounds but uh yeah did it recently like very recently um a couple of weeks ago so to talk a little bit about that and you did a thing too <laughs> like even more recently than i i did facts yeah well, like i uh, had a 13 i think it's 13.1 mile marathon and it's funny that like we're both doing this today because we both have our own experiences from our events that we can throw at each other because i'm sure there were a bunch of like similarities as well as like, even differences um with the things that we went through the things that we learned from our experiences and just have a conversation about how we can relate this to our day-to-day -day lives and even like living above and beyond just the average human experience so yeah on our our previous episode we talked about like the grind we talked about how we we came to conclude that like we wanted way more in our lives now I want to start this episode off by asking you, like, what was the motivation behind doing 26 miles with 30 pounds on your back? Because, <laughs> like, doing it without any weight is already, like, crazy to most people. It's even crazy to me, like, without yeah. doing any weight. So what was the motivation behind setting such a, like, crazy goal that the society thinks that, like, you're absolutely well for yeah i mean um that's it's uh it's good that you bring that up because like i would i was not the type of person that you would consider like an endurance um athlete by any means right like i was actually very anti-endurance like i didn't like spending a lot of time um doing cardio and that sort of stuff and i think part of it was uh the why behind it i mean uh, like if i'm just summarizing it's it supplements other areas of my life and i and i'll explain like how and why that is because i would i used to look at people that did like marathons and and just be like why why would you do that <laughs> and part of it's like achievement right like i mean for a lot of people it's it's um setting out to doing something difficult and then doing the work to be able to achieve those sorts of things um and that in part for me was like the process but uh my why behind it is that that was just the goal that I decided to set that that fit 
um, like fit that the the physical fitness area of my life. Uh, and there's, I mean, there's definitely things that I can I can dive into as far as like how some of those other elements of what you gain from training and doing something consistently over a long period of time, like how that actually translates into having like a human skill that you can develop to like, to supplement whatever it is that you're doing. Because, um, because I, I do think that doing these types of things, uh, you, you build a level of resilience and that has a period of decay. It's like the same way that, you know, how when you achieve something, you see something new, it's like novelty gets super excited. And over time you have it and then it doesn't seem like as cool anymore or you you suffer some loss and it feels like things are like incredibly horrible and everything's like the worst thing in the world. And then over time, um, you you actually reach like homeostasis. You go back to like, you know, how how like leveling out somehow. So for me, part of that is uh, building the tools and mechanisms to be able to um, to be able to navigate those things. So so if it wasn't going to be a marathon ruck, it was going to be something else. And there's there's uh, and call it like phases in my life. And um, well, you called it seasons before, right? Like we all have seasons where we we set out and, and we do these things. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy to I'm happy to dig into that. But like, I mean, in a nutshell, the why is. Um, why is that? I did it for me. <laughs> I did it for me to, to, to do it and to learn a few things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is with these like rocks and like marathons, like sure. If you, if you're like a pro, like sure you get paid for it and like you get benefits from it, but we're coming from people that aren't like professional athletes in that specific sport. So the fact that like, you set such a huge goal without any well obviously you get like the benefits from like the experience but there's no necessarily like an award that you physically receive at the mm -hmm. end of these things with like other competitions like you might you might be getting like a gold medal you might be getting like these these crazy awards incentives right. but right. what this this is more of just having that the mental like check off knowing that you're capable of doing so much in in your life. Now mm -hmm. I'm curious to know, like, where did you get the idea of doing a marathon rock? <laughs> yeah. So you can do so many different things. To right. Try. Right. Well, like, why not just why a marathon? marathons? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the reason why, so it, it the ruck, the ruck was an interesting thing. It was like, um, so I'm a, I'm, I'm well, formally certified kettlebell instructor. I think you have to keep it up. Um, but I was, uh, uh, I've done different like fitness challenges and, and, um, to, you know, go through the process of like learning whatever it is that I could learn about, um, like how to maintain this, this, body that we have right we only get like one um and and taking care of it um i found was was an important thing because I've, I've lived a life where um i see what it's like when you don't take care of it which is um uh, not not great right um so i figured if i was going to do if i'm gonna do fitness right you're gonna i would like i me personally i like i like 
trying different things. Um, kettlebell is associated like a lot with uh, military training, like across the world. So that's a big component of it. Um, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was running. So I, I actually picked up running because all the gyms and stuff like that were closed. Yeah. Um, and then as I started working through a little bit of that, I was able to do like, you know, 10 miles in a day pretty easy. Um, I mean, I'm not like running for time. I'm just running distance. But it, it started to feel pretty manageable um, after, you know, just following. It was like the couch to 5K program. Then it's like the couch to 10K. And then it's, you know, you 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 train for the marathon or whatever. And then after a while, yeah. I just kind of got like, okay, well, this is it. And then if I wanted to continue to get better, I would have to either do it faster or like go greater distances. So um, I, I, I personally like strength training. Like that's kind of the thing that I find to be the fit best with like kind of what I prefer. But um, um, to combine those two things or like rucking, that is like a, a – I guess like the sp the special forces do it right. And there's a lot of different rucking events. It's essentially like hiking, but rucking is slang, uh, military slang for, you know, yeah. doing it with a with a pack. Um, and I saw that there were uh, uh, you know different um, requirements and stuff like that that you had to fulfill to to you know say that you did the event or whatever. Um, I didn't really care too much for like joining a formal event. I just me personally, I wanted to do it because for me, the physical training component of my life translates so heavily into how I deal with uh, like everything else in my life that that um, that if I that I will still set a goal to go and, and have the experience of training towards something um, and then taking away like the lessons that I've gained from it. And I've collected those over like, you know, a period of uh, I've been at this for over it's like a couple of decades. I mean, I've been playing sports since I was like in middle school, high school. Like I grew up on sports and stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 where the ruck came from. Is that it's not a not just a like it's not just a uh, doing just a marathon is not just a marathon, okay? And it's not and it's also like um, and and the perception that it's like kind of wild for someone to like do that. I you know I. I, I feel like once you've done it or like once you've kind of been there, um, the, it being like this, this, this thing that is out of reach, it, it seems, um, it's just a, it's just an arbitrary line. Like for me, I, I feel like I could have kept on going, <laughs> I could have kept on going, but like, you know, it's, it's like, you know, understanding like why I did it in the first place. Um, and if boil, boil it down, like, doing endurance events a lot of it is mental at the end i mean yes definitely train like there's phys there's a physical component to it but um for me the the mental benefits um of it far outweigh like um a lot of the i guess perception of risk you can mitigate like some of those risks um but uh, the mental gains on it is is huge yeah dude yeah. I've, i love that because i resonate a ton like personally coming from someone who used to only lift weights, but then once the pandemic hits, it's like, there's no barbells you can touch. There's no like access to gyms that you can use yeah. unless like you have like a home gym yourself. Yeah. And that's like how I started with the whole running thing too, because 
I needed some sort, some form of exercise somehow, some way. And it's like, it's weird because back when I used to lift weights, like only strictly religiously lift weights, I used to laugh at people who used to do like cardio or like endurance training because like, <laughs> yeah, it, doesn't, me too. <laughs> it doesn't sound exciting. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound exciting as opposed to like lifting like 500 pounds or something. Like to the mm -hmm. brain, it doesn't sound as as cool as as it is. But you can't necessarily say that like you suck at something, or you can't necessarily say that like you're you're not capable of doing something unless you actually gave it a shot and actually like gave yourself an opportunity. And like you mentioned, like at first it seems like such like a crazy goal but mm -hmm. once you start doing it consistently just like any other goal or habit gets easier over time and it's almost like a new standard for yourself yeah so yeah it's almost sure. like brushing your teeth every single day something <laughs> yeah. that you do every single day anyways yeah you know you you build habits right um i know uh, a lot of our 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 uh, team talks like you refer to um health wealth uh relationships um and having that balance in your life right and and you know i i think i suffered a lot out of my own ignorance spending a lot of time on my career um and only my career and then nothing when i say only my career it's like i'm going pretty hard right like i'm not really there's like stuff like sleeping in the office and stuff like that like early like very very early on in my career and this is like before yeah. you know um, this is before I think, uh, uh, the whole idea of like work-life balance and taking care of yourself and all that sort of stuff started to, um, like kind of permeate like work culture, uh, a little bit more. I think there's like definitely areas where that, that can still like Im way improve, but, um, yeah, I've, I've been on that side of, of, um, just, uh, hubris like you start you, you work you feel like you deserve you know like give yourself a break or whatever and that's that's like going and getting a beer and then that one beer turns into like eight beers and <laughs> i'm like smoking at the time and all that sort of stuff too right um and just you know doing whatever anybody passes like right in front of me um if it's there i'll do it like that sort of thing and um a lot of it man was was learning how to um for me it's it's staying consistent in, in learning how to live so uh, you know I, I i don't know that um everybody has this issue necessarily but it's like for me you know i, I felt like i i walked around aimlessly just going after a goal that i thought i was supposed to have for a really long time and it just seemed ridiculous that someone would ever do something like you know, a marathon ruck or a marathon anything. Because <laughs> like, why would you run, right? Like, just do the most efficient thing, like lift and then uh, go about your day, right? Like, that's, what's the purpose behind that? But there's uh, a lot, I think I've, I've learned in between now and, and then, especially like training for it myself that you train for it. I mean, even though, you know, there's, there's certainly like at the, at the, at the athletic like competitive level you know it's like you have genetics and and all that kind of influence mm -hmm. um you know your capabilities but um in general day to day i feel like it's still important to 
be able to challenge yourself and and grow as a result of it right so um yeah it's a process so i've, I've come to i did the same thing where <laughs> i was watching people run and i'm like um like what are you running from <laughs> but, but <laughs> why are you doing this to yourself yeah why are you doing this yeah right like what are you running from it you know i i would uh i would do that but um you know really it was when i would say those things that, and i you know come to find this later like when i'm reflecting it's it's really like me thinking that i can't like i'm not built for that right because that's why i picked uh strength training over over running um but as i trained for it like and i think that shift in in uh the way that we live because of that pandemic um you know it 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 opened the door to try things that we that i didn't try before because i was like i need to do something anyway and i'm like cooped up at home so might as well go run and um you know just uh yeah get some air it's the way that i was looking at it and it turned out that um i actually like as i was doing it like i, I realized like i would think i would be thinking a lot you know like i would be you know reflecting on my day my life and um just coming up with with just answers to stuff that i i, I didn't really deal with before because um yeah for me like lifting and strength training it's it's good it, it helps it definitely like i mean still do it um to balance everything out so uh you're not like overdeveloped and like you know like all your push muscles or pull muscles or whatever but we sit down in a chair all day so you know my joke i i joke that i, I train so that i can sit in a chair all day there's still some truth to that um <laughs> but uh yeah yeah I, I definitely have a different respect for it for sure um yeah and it's not and it's not something that that most people do yeah but it, it is attainable for sure facts i feel like for me the reason why i decided to do in the first place was just looking inwards during the pandemic asking myself like is this something that i really can't do or is it something that i'm just saying that i can't do because mm -hmm. something i realized throughout this personal development journey and that's and that starts when you come out of the womb with everyone and anyone because we were all out of the womb with a clean sleep right we didn't have any experiences to to dig from we didn't have lessons right from the get-go mm -hmm. and what i realized was that hey like these are only self-limiting beliefs that we're only putting on ourselves just based off of our past outcomes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can't necessarily do something because, oh, I didn't necessarily reach a certain outcome goal in the past. And that can go with anything. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I, um, so what I, what I've come to, to understand, like, as I went through training, and I think a lot of that ideology of of you know like it should be some it should be this or you should be able to do whatever like th these ideas um i think yeah a lot of it's instilled in us at like you know young age i mean if you look at how it is that we um uh, we go through our academics uh it's you know you, you get you get a, a course 
like syllabus you got to be able to do like this stuff by the time you're whatever and then like how you go about doing it is less of a, a a focus than like whether or not you're able to hit the mark right and for some people they can do for some kids they could do a lot more and for other kids like they need uh more help like in specific areas and the thing is like our systems aren't really set up to be able to accommodate for that degree of like um detail or focus on those types of details so uh what ends up happening is you get i mean well, at least what i've witnessed right and most of the people that i i end up um like either coaching myself or or mentoring is that uh, a lot of times there's this idea like i need to be able to do something and then my it's it seems like such a simple simple thing to to understand it's easier like once you've done it but it's it's like well you need to be there why not work towards going there so what do you need to do to 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 get to that place right and but it's like this this overwhelming pressure that a lot of people seem to put on themselves to to already be that thing and i'm like well you can be but you have to put in the the time like you have to have all of the structures in place to be able to help you get there right so it's not so much like oh like it should just be and and i and i see and i hear and see that everywhere like it's like it's like it's like in marketing it's like everywhere right it's like oh yeah no just do this <laughs> i'm like it's it's only just that because someone put it in put in the work to help facilitate like this entire complex system or process for you to be able to achieve something and that's if they put that into a product and that sort of thing but um on an individual level like you know i've had to um like in a lot of my reflection while i'm while i'm doing these events uh or like while i was training for this this event um it was just and appreciating the fact that like i was able to and as i'm going through it i'm able to actually realize like oh wait this is this is what i'm supposed to be this is how you get there not not so much like the the you know like oh you should just if you did if you're like amazing at this one thing then you should just be able to do this other thing that's not that's not entirely true like because rucking is a combination of like strength training and cardio right so to have both of those elements in place and to try to balance it out so that it it's attainable um with the way that i trained that was that was a completely different process than than just going like you know all out on lifting or all out on strength yeah. or all out on you know cardio and, and endurance so um it was it was uh, it was at an intersection of two things that i was um working towards so i, I did pick up a lot from just training through that yeah yeah i freaking love it I freaking love it. Well, I want to like dive into you, like what you did to prepare for this. Obviously, like when you first joined the program, it was in like October of last year, mm -hmm. and we had like eleven months to prepare for it. Like you set a date of September seventeenth to actually get the event done. Now, how did you balance this with? Your day-to-day -day life because it's not like you have 24 hours to just do whatever the hell you want it yeah. <laughs> yeah. you gotta sleep you gotta do yeah. your day-to-day -day stuff and you also have your own career as well so mm -hmm. how did you even balance this or fit this into your day-to-day -to, -day to help you prepare for this this entire event 
Yeah. So um, in the in the beginning, you know, it was really getting things kind of primed and, and building the habits. Right. I mean, I think a big thing for me was uh, like I had to commit. Um, like I had to decide that this is what I was going to do. And for me, the why behind doing it, like I, I've, I've been through enough, um, training cycles for whatever purpose that, um, like, I know that I'm gonna, I'm gonna be gaining something. It's like, uh, I'm going to be gaining something that moves me closer to some sort of goal. And that, that process of like troubleshooting in between is the benefit is part of the benefit that I'm looking for. So like I have reasons already that that can sustain like through the entire thing to just try whatever uh, to experiment and see what works. So in terms of like the time commitment and that sort of thing, um, yeah, it was tough to to fit in certain things. And there's other areas like there's other areas that I that I like sacrifice and then realize that I, I shouldn't be sacrificing, like, for example, sleep uh <laughs> like later especially when it comes to like recovery right um that uh trying to fit all these things in i mean really at the end it just it just had to be um like my doing the best that i can uh possible and if i didn't achieve something or if i didn't hit um you know some milestone that that we were setting up uh in between then i i've had to legitimately evaluate like why did like what was it about this that um that didn't work right like why did this not work and 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 set aside like the whole ego part of it it's like uh, you know like when when you're uh less experienced it's just kind of like oh it didn't work because uh you know it's like raining and because it's raining or whatever like you just it's, there's always reasons right like we have this uncanny ability to rationalize anything so yeah um and and if it's not used to me if like if the information isn't used to to like set up a, a strategy later. It's it's more or less an excuse, um, and that's just my just me on on my own standards. It's just um, everything has a rationale. So, like, I mean, the process of it was was really starting to build like the small habits. Like, I'll give an example. Like in the beginning, um, as we were walking and I was increasing my step counts, uh, I noticed that my like ankles and my shins and stuff started like to get like tight and hurt. Um, actually, and my feet would hurt my feet, my shoes were super uncomfortable. So very, very early on in our process, I actually transitioned to um, minimalist shoes, like barefoot shoes. And the reason why I did that was because I, I felt like I was I was when I was walking, I mean, I, I hadn't regularly walked that type of distance before. So um, I, what I noticed is that, um, like, I was putting a lot more, uh, like a lot more I don't know, it was like force. Like I was, I was using like different parts of my leg more than I felt like I should have, should have. And that was like kind of, um, my, this that my muscle connection that you develop, like from lifting and, and, um, doing like, uh, uh, structured physical activity, but, um, it felt weird. So I experimented with minimalist shoes and, um, like that first kind of three to six month period, I was actually just transitioning between, regular shoes to minimalist shoes. Um, uh, and that was actually a huge, huge, uh, uh, factor, uh, of like balancing things out. Cause I was, I was, what I noticed that like, um, that actually improved my mobility, like my ankle mobility and that sort of stuff. Um, 
and uh i actually had to relearn how to walk <laughs> like walk properly because of the way that um uh like shoes are kind of designed with a you know like there's there's a bit of a lift on the back um no shoes and uh that was in the end like what was kind of um putting my feet in a situation where i was like uh like certain muscles that should have been working were not working and all this other stuff which was interesting because um I, you know I, i'm not going to say that it's right for everybody but it's for me like that actually made a pretty big um impactful difference so i had to relearn how to walk and relearn how to run when i'm not uh when i don't have like a you know super fluffy cushioning on the bottom of my foot when i'm when i'm working out but that was because like as i was increasing distance i actually started feeling like um i could feel the the overuse um uh, like on my tendons and stuff like that in my in my feet so that was just an example of just one thing that um that i changed so um what's funny is that because my my the, the shape of my foot actually changed like now i'm having to figure out ways to like do something about my footwear because <laughs> it won't go into regular shoes anymore yeah wait the, the shape of your foot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah the shape of my foot legitimately changed like the because like um you know how like if you have a they, there's like arch support and all this other stuff in your shoes right so what mm. happens when you take take away uh take away the crutch <laughs> it's like your, your body has to figure out like how how to how to how to work like how to compensate for that right it, it adapts over time yeah yeah so i mean and that's and that's where that kind of three to six month transition period um came into play because like uh i would i would actually feel like um like the the bones of my foot like that kind of shift and things that get kind of tight or whatever while it's trying to like uh while it's actually adapting to kind of this new um new setup on my feet but um that was that actually had other benefits that i didn't expect which uh which helped me like a lot like there was like i would get like weird foot cramps and stuff like that all the time um that i never really thought i just assumed that it was because uh you know like i didn't i wasn't had enough, not enough magnesium or whatever right like it's just um, like i'm like putting too much uh i'm compensating too much in my my um uh, uh, stabilizers or what, I don't know. Right. Like I just made up some rash, like some reason, but come to find out that it's, it's because, uh, my foot's like being like crushed in, <laughs> not necessarily crushed, but it's like, it's in a shoe yeah. and it's, it's like your feet are, um, not necessarily, uh, like shoes aren't designed for your feet or is it the other way around? I don't know. I'm like getting confused, but, um, yeah, I just realized that that like after transitioning, just my balance, my overall balance, my proprioception um, is better. It's like proprioception being like your your kind of your brain's ability to figure out like where your foot and like where your uh, body is relative to space and that sort of stuff. So it it actually made a pretty substantial difference in in my overall just comfort and training. But that was just one example. There's a lot of other stuff that. That we did that I can I can touch on too, right yeah. now. No, I love this because these are things that that you don't even think of when you start this entire prep. Now, you don't yeah. think of like your the shape of your foot changing over time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These different things, like before you even start, and 
I love that you brought that up because that goes with anything that we do. Like we can have like we can pre-plan as much as we want, but at the same time, there's only so much pre-planning you can do because you don't know what's coming up next. You don't know what's gonna happen in three to four to five months, let alone what's gonna happen tomorrow when it comes down to your workouts. And this doesn't have to be like a checkpoint or anything. This can be a regular training day for you and not knowing like what's going to happen next. But it's so important because it it teaches you to learn, to adapt, Mm -hmm. to, to overcome these things as you go through this entire journey. Yeah. I, um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the, the thing that, that kind of comes up for me when you're when you're saying that is that, you know, we're I feel like a lot of people are afraid to experiment, right? They're they're they won't. It's like um, I've seen this in a lot of uh, kind of team scenarios where like no one says anything because um, they're afraid that I mean, it's not like they're consciously aware of their fear, but it's like if I don't know what I'm saying, then I should say nothing. But part of being able to figure things out is to hypothesize, right? Like, I think this might work. How about trying that? Right. And despite the risk of being wrong, because when, it when, when no one's saying anything <laughs> in a team setting, it's like, then try something and go through the process of figuring it out. But, you know, again, it's like this expectation of like, Oh, I need it. I need to get the answer on the test, right? So I can pass and then go to the next grade or get get my A or whatever, right? Um, so it's like you've been conditioned to, uh, to do, like to wait until you know the answer and and rather than going through the process of finding the answer that's actually right for you, when it's right for you, because I feel like a lot of the things that I've, I've tried through like this through the program and, and also proving for this record things that I may have tried before, but for some reason, I know something differently now, right? Like I have, I have all this other experience in between that kind of informs like, why am I like, me understanding or being able to troubleshoot do this? A lot of it is just um, having the, uh, you can call it like courage, but it's like having the, the understanding and, and willingness to go through the process knowing that even if you're wrong all that tells you is that you just tallied up something that you know doesn't work now so now you try something different or you try a different combination of different things so that's the process but you know it's like we've i I see it all the time so it's like it's like we've we've conditioned um each other to to only speak when you know the answer and i'm like I'm, there's so many things to know and there's so many different variations of like people and what we individually need and all this sort of stuff that like um it, it almost seems that now it's it's more of a necessity to teach people like how to go about cultivating that that ability rather than like just you know giving like some technical answer um that's that's something that i found like even in my career and, and all that all, all folks that I've, I've worked with. So for me, like going through this process is, is practicing that all the time. Um, and, and then integrating like those types of practices into the other areas of my life. Cause, and you never like, 
the only reason why someone knows something now is because it worked under a certain set of conditions that they tried because they they tried other things and and for whatever reason they had the drive to to push through it anyway um and i do i do want to touch on with that idea too though that like you know there's there there's also there's also like toxic productivity and like like getting like way too far when you need to like stop and slow down and rethink and re-strategize right because you, you also do not have to know like when um you need to ask for help and all that sort of stuff but this is like you know like these are all kind of uh uh i would say that the work that i i do um with my physical self is is supplementing and cultivating my ability to do like work um with my with other areas of my life really um but it but also like you you got like endurance you're strong like you know how to physically work without getting hurt because you understand your own like your your own physiology you know that's that's like uh that's instrumental to be able to like keep yourself together so that you can actually help other people like that's where um that's where i feel like the the, the genuine value of like building yourself up enough so that you know what to do so that way other people then you can extend that to everybody else um but i do think that they're like that stuff tends to get lost a lot of times too, because again, it's like, we all just expected to know stuff. So someone hears something and they're like, Oh yeah, no, just do this. I heard this guy, like this guy, this guy, this gal said, said that this is the thing to do. And then people run after and follow and then they all get hurt. Like that's what happened with CrossFit. Right. So <laughs> CrossFit like a decade ago, I don't know. I don't remember how long ago it was, but I remember everybody doing those workouts and I'm like, uh, that looks like people are going to get hurt. <laughs> now you got like those videos online and stuff. Um, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> well, I feel like you have to find like the fine line between it all because yes, at the end of the day, it's science, right? With like things that we do with like working out, with the way that we move, with like like the technique for each and every single exercise. But just because it's considered like textbook form or just because whichever doctor told you that, Hey, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is like a thousand percent like going to be. Yeah. Active, right. Yeah. Doctors because, aren't trained for that too. Just by the way, like I know that the doctors are doctors and you know, they, I mean, they, they do, a, uh, they do an incredible thing. They're a doctor for a reason. They're a doctor for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a difference between like knowing and, and, and understanding the disciplines and subdisciplines of kinesiology versus um, the disciplines of like, serving medicine and i i mean i'm not I'm not a doctor or anything like that but uh just based on the research that i've done like everybody is is different and you gotta know that um like even your physiology is different like not everybody squats the same way not everybody does a certain exercise the same way everybody starts somewhere different right like some people might have like mobility issues that need to get addressed or balance issues that need to get addressed before they start doing like all this other stuff but again it's like we want the answer we just want it now it's like i just want to be able to deadlift like 400 pounds now let's go right like it's it's instead of uh uh you know understanding that like um on on instagram it looks cool on tiktok it looks cool but if you do that without training for it uh you're gonna you're gonna injure yourself <laughs> so um that's where uh uh, you know, I remember hearing a lot of this stuff about like fitness or fitness for what, right? Like, are you fit, like fit for what? So 
a lot of that uh, in my mind kind of translates into um, like how you train for a certain purpose. Uh, so doing a lot of this, like um, uh, this internal internal work, right? Like understanding like what it is that drives what you're doing. I think it's like, is is all part of it, right? So that's it's actually, I'm, that's the reason why I'm like a huge fan of like Transcendent Benham's program overall, because it's not just like getting a workout and doing your thing. It's also knowing like why you're doing it, right? Um, and then you also have like the supportive uh, group of people that are all working towards understanding like their whys and reinforcing those things. And then um, speaking to each other as it like evolves and all of those things. It's like, if you are going to become the average of the five people, closest people to you or whatever, um, being finding a community that's able to like give you this information so that you're able to continue to progress rather than, um, Cause I, I, you know, I get that a lot. It's like, why, why do you do that? Right. Like, <laughs> like I get a lot of like, I mean, I don't think it's, it, it's meant to be discouraging, but it's like, people will say like, so what are you doing that for? It doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you put yourself through that? Or why would you do this? Or why would you do that? Right. But I don't know about, I don't know about them, but my, my life has never been that comfortable. Um, and the training component of it allows me to be prepared for when it isn't comfortable and um it, it helps as a tool to be able to overcome those times when like you're on a when things aren't great so it's like if you're not training for it then then i'm like i'm just to me i'm just training to to live and it is a privileged thing to seek difficult things to do because everything else in your life is just like you got everything all set but that's that's true for so many people in the u.s so um, I, I think it is uh, it is something that that uh, like we sh like quote unquote should I mean ideal ideologically should be teaching um, other people like that that this is what you need to do now like this is just uh, like if you're actually going to honor the way that we are as like humans then mm -hmm. then this is a component of that otherwise become complacent and then when shit does actually hit the fan then. <laughs> you don't know what to do and everything is hard and it all sucks and it's just it's like too much so Shucks. no i love that you brought that up because how i see it is fitness isn't just like working out itself like yes you're gonna have to work out and have to follow some sort of a diet but at the end of the day i see it as a vehicle to help you achieve and create the life that you want to create because there's so many lessons in between that go hand in hand with each other mm -hmm. that you can use in and outside the gym right yeah. like we've talked about a bunch of different things already on this podcast and this is so dope because everyone's journey is a little bit different mm -hmm. everyone's goals are a little bit different but we get to experience these these challenges and obstacles that build us into the person that we want to become in the future and yeah. this is this is so dope to talk about because man like with this whole fitness thing a lot of people ask like why do you put yourself through all this like why do you try to do like a, a marathon like why are you constantly pushing yourself out of your comfort zone but Man, this teaches you that if you can do 
some, if you can do something that pushes you, that challenges you, what else can't you do? Right? It almost yeah. builds that character trait in you of that you've been through worse. You've been through way worse than this. And I, I personally believe how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you're able to constantly push yourself out of your comfort zone, if you're able to consistently do the work, then, man, like it, it builds a whole different character within you. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, the way I see it is like um, it gives you an opportunity to, to build tools, right? Like if you look at uh, what separates humans and every other species, it's like we have the intellectual capacity to build the things that help us do what we want, right? Like not necessarily what we need, more like what we want. But when you look at um, in the world that we live in now, it's like we have like the physical tools. So, so it's you don't walk you don't walk across your you know your your garage or whatever like a, you see a hammer and you're like okay cool a hammer but the thing is like whoever built that or designed that designed it for a specific function and purpose to help them do something because it would probably suck to try to drive a nail with your fist right it's not going to work so and a rock is not as efficient but i'm pretty sure that that's kind of what was used before like rocks and stakes and all that sort of stuff and then eventually it evolves like the tool gets sharper and it's become it's like it becomes like a, a mass mass manufactured in a specific way. So when you look at it, the tool is always familiar. When you go and and the world we live in now is less uh, like we have a lot of the physical tools that we need, right? Like to to just base survive or, or do accomplish some task. But we we live in a in a in a period where it's like, uh, especially if you're in the U.S., where where doing knowledge work has become like. The new norm and then a lot of it is is like uh it's like creatives based right it's like things that that machines can't do um uh i mean there's still need for people to do some of these things like physically manually right but um knowing and building the tools to be able to function or operate optimally like in a knowledge type of like a, a society that values like that type of work um and and i think I'm I'm a I'm also like my day job I work in tech so this is like this is kind of my area too but like um when I think about it like like the automation stuff has already happened and because of that like our our lives and and our access to information like you used to have to go out and go somewhere to to go find information right um and then you wouldn't even be sure if that was like the most recent thing you used to just hear things from you know your neighbors and that sort of thing and then that's just the truth that you know forever or whatever but like now it's like you have all of this other information all of this like noise that you have to filter through and the thing that helps us do all of that is building tools right it's like we have our thinking tools our thought tools our our like problem solving tools that we cultivate through going through these types of processes where you take something novel that you don't know right you might i might know like um, I might know some elements of it. Like I know how to train. I know um, like my own uh, physiology and, and that sort of stuff that's kind of primed me to be able to like have a foundation to start somewhere um, and start anywhere and then like build up from that and then see how all those things interact, right? So going through the process and knowing like, okay, well, I can't just go 
barefoot in a day because I'm probably going to injure myself. And I know that because I've tried training and I would like look at someone doing cleans and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I'm like doing a clean, doing it all wrong. And I throw out my back. Um, maybe real life experience, maybe not, but it's like, you go through these things, you sharpen your tools over and over and over again. You see if you trouble, if you, um, one of the big things I, I think I'll, I'll share, like I'll help that helped me go through this process is our checkpoints. So we'll touch back on the process thing. <laughs> I like talking about it, but, um, the checkpoints, like those milestones that we set, I didn't hit all of them. Like, I don't know if people know that or not. Like, um, especially the first one, like the first one I was like, like way off. I thought, um, like my, my foot, my steps to, to distance calculation was like not even close. Uh, like the, I think we did like, was it like 30 K or something? Forgot. So, yeah, I think so. Like the first, I, I had this estimate. I can't remember what it was. I thought it was like 10,000 steps would be like X amount of miles or whatever. And it was like, I was going based on like what the, uh, like what my fitness tracker was telling me. And it was like not even close. Like it was, uh, I might have gotten like a third of that distance with with that many steps. So I don't know how the estimate was tracked, but it wasn't GPS. It was just like step count stuff. So when the mm -hmm. first day that I went out, I didn't even get to my. Um, I think the first checkpoint was like, let's do a a, a half marathon. I think the step count was like twenty thousand or something like that. Uh, and I was like, okay, let's, let's go in and try this thing. And I like not, it was like maybe five, six miles or something. It wasn't even half. And I was already tired. And, and, um, the, the terrain that we were on, we were actually on like a hiking trail and like going off road and then on road and then doing all of this stuff. Like just, Hey like, man, you, you asked for a six mile rock. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, like it was all kind of part of the process of trading and all that sort of stuff. I wasn't eating while we were while we were out there doing it. Um, I, I didn't bring enough water. Right. There was like all of these like like things in the middle that I didn't. I mean, you look back on it. It's like, yeah, obviously bring water, obviously bring something to eat. But when you're in it and you're training and doing it kind of uh, like with the support of a small team, but I'm like out there on my own and and with my my, my partner and, and she's like uh, she's like she's just there to chill right like she's not really trying to get the whole thing uh uh whole thing done so i mean i'm focused on going through these like checkpoints and my and seeing like what i like what i needed that i didn't do um and by the i think we did like four or five checkpoints or something like that um where it was like uh did a did that first half half marathon checkpoint didn't hit it the first time hit it the second time Mm -hmm. uh and then we did like a 20 was it like a 20 mile checkpoint so we, we did, did i think four yeah. yeah so i think we did a total of four checkpoints um but after every single one i did what's called an aar was an after action review um or after after action report um whatever you want to call it but that's also kind of a military that's a, actually a military thing too um but i use it in project management also so it's like when you execute on something and then you you deliver or you finish really quote unquote finish where you're at. And then you review, like, did we get to what it is that we we're trying to do? If not, why? Right. Like what went well, what, what could go better? What are we going to do different? What are we going to try next time? Um, so I went through that process every single time and every single time it was, uh, I picked up something new, something, uh, to the, it got to a point where it was like, I changed the type of shoes that I was wearing. 
because my ass was going to do it when like uh there's like these these barefoot um sandals that are <laughs> that are like they're called earth runners right i was like i'm gonna do this like i'm gonna do this the the natural way let's <laughs> see how our ancestors did it and um yeah no <laughs> i'm sure you could right like if you trained for it but uh that was outside of the scope <laughs> of what i was doing my feet were like so so blistered up by the time i was uh i was uh, done with that first um that first failed attempt that um uh eventually I, I got to actually doing hiking boots and having some inserts that were uh that were um padded just enough but not to the extent where it was like um like i had like uh you know art support and all that all that other stuff it was still like a very flat um but still cushioned uh um uh, uh like insert in the shoe and that sort of thing we're talking shoes but then there's other there's other really small things too like we 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 tied we tied it up so so clean near the end uh on that last day that like even uh even my my hip hip belt uh the thing that you strap across your your waist even that like i got it i found a way to just get it locked in because like that, that on that 20 mile checkpoint I, I realized i was like adjusting that damn thing like every every 20 minutes and that was like you know when you're when you're doing a when you're, when you're out there for like 10 hours, like that's, that's mentally draining. You're like, Oh God, this thing's getting loose again. You know? And you're like checking it every single time. There's a way to like loop it back in so that it doesn't slip. And I did that on that last one. Didn't even have to pay attention to it the rest of the time. So you just focused on, on going and that like that, I mean, you would imagine that it's such a small thing, but it kind of tells you like, I mean, you want to, you want to interpret the symbolism in that it's like, clean up the small shit in your life <laughs> like it's very small minimal effort stuff clean it up and then when you gotta go and actually hit the day like you don't even have to pay attention to it because it's out of the way already it's done you don't have to deal with it so That's um perfect. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, th I think the biggest thing that i'm getting away from this right now is that No matter the outcome at the end of the day, whether you quote unquote failed or you succeeded, this whole process is simply here to teach you how to optimize what you're currently doing and optimize mm -hmm. your protocol. Yeah. Because yeah. going into this, like these are things that we didn't predict, like your foot shape changing, like the hip thing that you have to keep tightening up like these are things that no one no one would even expect or even think of yeah. um but like this like how this goes with anything in our lives right with you setting up a goal of losing let's say like 40 pounds like at the end of the day every diet works like you, mm -hmm. you simply just gotta follow it but you learn as you go you learn that hey this might not work in the long run hey this doesn't necessarily fit my lifestyle and it doesn't necessarily quote unquote matter like when you hit that goal because yes you want to see yourself quote unquote checking off that that goal that you have in mind but simply succeeding in that goal does not necessarily do anything for you it's like getting abs and thinking that that will help you gain more confidence like sure yeah. you might have a little bit more confidence when you see those abs but simply having those abs isn't what's going to give you the confidence but what gives you that confidence is you 
making those promises and you keeping those promises yourself day in and day out throughout that entire process, no matter how long it takes, whether that's like six, eight, 10 weeks, even 12 months. But as you go, you get to learn more about yourself. And I feel like that's what's the beauty behind the process of setting huge goals for yourself. Yeah. I mean, when, when it's a huge goal too, it's, I, I feel like the huge goal is relative to the person. So, um, uh, like what, what comes up for me, um, is like that weight loss goal, right? That's like one, that's one that I've had before. And, and, uh, I, I feel like a lot of people have, a lot of people feel the pressure of like, oh, I need to look a certain way. Um, I feel that, that when, whenever I, I, I work with anyone myself and, and there's like, they, they mention some sort of goal. Right. Um, and if I ask them like, so why do you, why do you want to do that? And their answer a lot of times it's like, Oh, I want to be healthier, but that doesn't necessarily mean like you're losing weight. It depends, right? Like, like if you're, if you're like overweight, then yeah, sure. But I mean, even if you're overweight, like, what's the reason behind? Do you, is it just for the aesthetic? Is it because you want you want other people to look at you and and say, like, oh wow, this this guy or or this person's in shape, right? Like, this person looks like they take care of themselves. Is that what you're looking for, or is it is it like, I I genuinely want to be healthy. Like, I want all the the stuff that's going on in my in myself like running well because that may not necessarily translate aesthetically. So. It's like when you know why, like what is the motivating factor um, and will that actually like help you, like is what you're doing help you achieve that, right? Um, It's like uh, it's level setting with reality, uh, a lot of it, because, you know, when you spend time on doing one thing, it actually takes time away from doing something else. And if you're going to pick, right? Not if you're going to pick, it's like, you have to pick. <laughs> it's like, if, if you really want to go in a direction, you have to pick what it is that you want and knowing why is going to help you commit like to making this decision. Um, that process of like uh, problem solving through what it like identifying, like what it is that you're really looking to achieve. I think it's a difficult part of um, I think all of us trying to like counter condition uh, like, cultural norms in our society where it's like oh yeah yeah if you want to work out just take this pre-workout you know go fucking ham at the gym bust out an extra like do an extra set yeah don't be weak right like (laughs) it's like you do all that and then like the person gets injured right like it's just it's like that that's not that's not the way to go about doing it but there's this like blind drive to just go and get it and there's a process and there's a way to do it where um you're you're gaining all the information that or, or as much of the information not just physical um it could be it could be like uh like spiritual mental like emotional all the stuff like all of that stuff is information in your environment from yourself to understand where to go next and and how to actually build on top of it rather than trying to like reset and then not get the result reset not get the result reset not get the result and and then over time like you do that enough times that's like that's crazy that's very discouraging right like you, you just like set yourself to, up to fail every single time because someone told you that this is supposed to work but it's not that it, it's not not only is it not that easy but there are ways for you to for anybody to like 
build up towards what they want as long as they understand what it is that they're asking for and why they're doing it. So that's uh that's like it's like hard it's like hard truths, right? Like you can't I mean, if I if I jump up in the air, I'm going to come back down to the earth. You're not going to fight that, right? I mean, maybe someday like we'll have some cool shit that we can like float around in or whatever, but like right now today the rules are <laughs> if you jump up, you're going to come back down. If you're going to spend time in one area, it's going to take time away from another area and understanding those relationships is going to be the thing that helps people get to where they want to go. And that's, um, I mean, for me, it's like, uh, like, so I want to, I want to be clear about <laughs> the goal. Cause I, I, for me, like what relative to me, when I go through a day and I do things like this, that's just part of my life, but I built that. It's not something that I did in a year either. It's like, I did this over decades of doing exactly the things that you're not supposed to like, like starting, failing, not like trying to do it by myself when I could have um, like had help and, and, and like, you know, partnered with like different people to try to figure out like how to do this the most efficiently um, and invested in myself rather than trying to do it all on my own. Um, there's, there's like right groups of people that will help you get to where you need to be um, at the time that you need it. And going through that process of, of doing that is what what built me to a point where this was um, like relatively, it didn't feel that hard to me, but, but I'm not looking at it like a, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, like I want this to be easy. Like I expect it to be challenging and difficult and, but I don't judge it. Right. It's like, what do I need to do to get to the thing? Um, and it helps me uh, problem solve in other areas of my life. It helps me put my ego aside, man. Like that's one of the big ones too. It's like, and someone tells you that you're wrong about something and you know that you're right. Do you really know that you're right? It's like, <laughs> it's like, what are you not considering? Right. And maybe you are, and maybe you're not, but the thing is like the reactiveness that comes with dealing with things like that in real life. I mean, um, it helps you uh, manage those things by, by knowing through experience and, and building those experiences. And it seems like it, like, you know, I, I, when you talk to a lot of, uh, um, so when I, when I talk to a lot of like early career people or, or kids that are straight out of college or kids that are in college, um, this, this has always been, this is a case for me too. Like when I, when I, um, when I graduated college back in the day too, and it was like, like, Oh, you should just do this, right? Like this is going to work. Or like, this is like, like, I know that I can be better, but better how better what for whatever. Like you just have these ideas that people, instilled in your mind on how things should be. Um, but then not actually knowing that it takes years and years to cultivate this thing and being okay with who and where you are is going to allow you to build from the right place so that you can have the proper foundation rather than trying to, you know, like deadlift 800 pounds and then like snapping yourself in half. Cause, um, I mean, I didn't try to do that, but, uh, you see a lot of people ego lifting. You see a lot of people uh, going into like these um, boot camp type training programs when their bodies are not ready for it yet, and and uh, they get injured. And I, it's like to me, there's enough information out there now where I feel like some of these places should be held responsible for doing that. But I mean, there's there's levels, right? And um, even even with my experience when I train, like I don't I don't jump into it like that because you're going to get injured. You have to, you have to, it's a, it's a decaying, um, 
it's a day it's a decaying skill so uh like building it rebuilding it knowing where the nuances are you know that that's how that's how you get there um and not judging it right it's like this it's like it's it's uh I feel I feel a sense of frustration when I talk about it because I see so many people like discouraged all the time because of something that they can't do, and um, in and and what it really what really needs to happen is just going through the process of uh, of like accepting the fact that that you know you need to go through the steps um, because that's that's how the mechanisms work. It's not like just know it. I mean, that'd be nice, right? Like, you know, Neo in the matrix. Like I just, I know Kung Fu, like that'd be cool, but that's, <laughs> that's not how it works. Like even if he, even when he learned Kung Fu, he still got his ass beat by Morpheus, right? Like you huh. can know all of it, but you still got your ass kicked. You still got to know how to use it. So, <laughs> lessons. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I'm like, I'm a huge fan of that movie too. Like it's one of my, what's one of the, <laughs> one of the, uh, my favorites that I, I reference like all the time. <laughs> Damn, no, this is this is dope because like being able to reflect on all the different obstacles and the challenges that you had to face over the last like eleven months preparing for this. Like it, it's cool to to actually like put experiences behind it and and reflect on like what happened and everything so now that like you got the 26.2 mile ruck done with 30 pounds on your back and that was easy for you uh, what's well, i won't what's say next, it's easy bro? i won't like, say what? it was easy it was manageable um <laughs> it's manageable but what's next like you're thinking of doing like more like you're extending the time you're extending the weight like oh what, um what's going so on in your head yeah, for sure, man. Like I'm so for me, uh, novelty is important. Um, I, I, I get interested, um, to, to build things kind of where I see that they need to be built. So one of the things that I picked up on while I was training for this is that, um, I would have, uh, they're called over i mean they're overuse injuries and that sort of stuff but i mean it's not really I, I didn't really get like injured um like many major injuries but there would be times when i would get like a uh, like inflammation in certain areas like my my ankle and and like um like my shoulders and, and that sort of stuff like while i was training like going through the entire process and uh one thing that i've i was never uh, i never had genuinely focused on is like mobility and flexibility so like I cared a little bit about mobility just so that I could do my lifts and that sort of stuff. But, um, I never seriously, uh, uh, like took it as a thing. So actually since, since, uh, we, we were going through like the last leg of, uh, training and we were doing like the five minute stretches a day. Um, I already started to like, like, I want to be able to do like a, a, a um, like a Neanderthal squat, like, you can call it kimchi squat or whatever right like you can actually squat down and and sit there comfortably that way so i've actually been training that and it sounds <laughs> and it sounds silly right like it sounds it yeah. sounds kind of like like compared to a ruck it sounds <laughs> compared to a marathon ruck you know with with uh weight on your back it's like wait so you want to you're gonna train until you get like a kimchi squat down <laughs> but that's not all um i've actually been um 
you know, I, I got those, uh, uh, what are they called? Like those, those sticks, like those mobility sticks or stick mobility. I think that's what the program yeah. is called, but I, I got those sticks and, and I mean, you don't have to have that. I just, I mean, I, I thought it was an interesting concept. So I, I, I bought it and, um, I started using a little bit. And as I was using that, uh, I've felt, uh, better like day to day and I'm not like doing anything. I haven't like stretched any of my goals or anything like that yet i think the biggest stretch goal is like being able to do a uh do a caveman squat or whatever um uh and and sit there comfortably which i'm still working on uh it's gotten better uh in the past month and a half or so but uh mobility balance um and agility are the things that i i wanted to work on because uh one thing that i i noticed is that um as I'm, as I'm, uh, uh, like, as I was training for doing the endurance and, 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 uh, kind of the strength areas of it, I noticed that I was like, my mobility was a little, like the balance was, felt a little, little off and that sort of thing. And my range of motion wasn't as great as, as things were kind of like stiffening up in certain areas. Mm -hmm. So, um, wanted to work on that. It was also because that's like an area that I, I, very similarly to doing endurance training and stuff would be like, I don't need that. Like <laughs> that was my, that was my attitude before. So I'm, as I go through and, and do these things and go through each iteration of them, um, I'm picking up like, what else did I say that I wasn't able to do or, or not going to do or whatever. And what can I learn from trying to do it now? So the thing is like, I'm damn near 40. Like, it's not like, it's not like, I, I just started doing this. It's like, I've, <laughs> it's like this iterative thing. And, you know, maybe next round I I'll go like, I'll maybe I'll go train for an ultra or like, maybe I'll set up like a or try a triathlon. I don't know. Right. Like, I don't know what I'm going to feel like doing at that time. But for me, I always have some sort of uh, physical uh, training goal. Um, and all the things that I do in that process helps supplement the same things that I, the same similar processes of like troubleshooting, iterating and all that sort of stuff. And like everything else that I do. So, I mean, it sounds, I mean, it sounds very like sequential and like, like there's a, like, like super rigid, but it's not, it's like, I enjoy my time and I, and there's sometimes I, I do, it is necessary to take things seriously. And there's other times where like, I can let loose and enjoy like the process um, and, and play around a little bit while I'm doing it. And it's never, it's not like, you know super intense but um i would say like like don't it's like if you if you don't know what like where you're gonna end like why judge it right so this kind of uh i i laugh a little bit because i would have judged it and i know myself and i'm like laughing at at myself <laughs> uh a bit doing that but uh yeah like i'm i'm actually looking forward to it and what's what inspired that too was like i started skateboarding <laughs> Or not skateboard, but a long like I, I actually jumped on a longboard uh like a couple months ago and I was like, whoa shit, this is like this is actually fun. What do I need to do to get better at this? Right. So yeah, I mean there's an example right there. I have a thing that I want to do and I want to get like kind of good at it. Um uh and and it it lets me um it lets me play, right? It lets me get in touch with my the the inner child, right? The things that I couldn't do because, uh, you know, uh, 
couldn't for whatever reason couldn't afford it couldn't have it or whatever when i was a kid but i can have it now and i don't give a shit <laughs> what like if someone says like oh yeah you're like uh oh now you're you're like a old guy longboarding or whatever um i don't think anybody says that but uh like it's you know it's it's things that that we explore and and try without judging that kind of brings uh it brings joy to me like I, I like doing new stuff and I like experiencing new things. Um, uh, you know, some people have like food and travel and that sort of thing. But for me, it's like activities and, and like things that I can do, uh, build, you know, like that sort of stuff. So, bro, age is just a number. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's cool that you brought up like the inner child because now that when you think about it, like when you were a child with every little thing that you were interested in, you wanted to do that as your profession. For example, like <laughs> professional athlete. Professional yeah. Athlete. <laughs> yeah. With yeah. you picking up an instrument and thinking that you're about to be like a professional, like anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. When our parents or when our environment like puts that doubt on us or gives us that reality check, it's like, damn, that's when we, that's when we start getting discouraged and, and shut that inner child within us. But man, as we get older, like who told us that we can't necessarily do this? When we we can, if we we give ourselves a shot, which I think yeah. is so dope because, dude, I personally started playing piano and never have I ever thought that I'll be doing so. But it's, that's awesome. it's fun. It's fun. It's dope. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's like, that's exactly how you start too, you know, like just, uh, uh, just go do it. doesn't matter. Like, you know, the, just, you know, it's like, if you, if you set, if you do it for the idea of play rather than trying to set some, like, you know, like, Oh, you need to like play Mozart or whatever. I, I don't, I don't know that much about piano, but, um, yeah, you're trying to do all that. Like, from day one you're always going to get disappointed right so Max. if you take this kind of like playful attitude to to exploring different things i i feel like that lowers the bar for a lot of people like we just drop the expectations because you know like the thing is if you never try you're never going to be able to do it and who cares like it's it's we're we're worried a lot about that that kind of judgment right because it's like if you think about um you know like society and and a lot of it has to do with like belonging and, and conforming to like the larger group for doing whatever um and there are times where doing things like that is necessary but from an individual level there's no reason that us individually should be like judging what we can and can't do before we even attempt it um unless you are basing it off of someone else's perspective, which is what a lot of us do. And it's it's like, if you don't take the time to um, like genuinely be honest with yourself and why you're doing certain things or like the fact that you don't know and like being okay with that and then like doing the work to figure out why, right? So why, why do I think I want to do whatever, right? Um, it's, for me, it's utility, but it's also like, like, I mean, I, yeah, I pick up other things and, and it helps me with my resilience. And when things get hard, it, it helps me continue to like push forward without, uh, like it, it lets me, it lets me keep on moving. Um, but without it, I just, 
you want you want to know what my life is like if I if I don't have a goal? <laughs> I can tell you. I can tell you what my life looks like. I'm like sitting there. Uh, so my favorite kind of chips is like the salt and vinegar chips, right? Oh, and don't even. Start. I can I can smash a whole like bag of salt and don't vinegar start. chips in front of a TV if I'm sitting there like watching Netflix all day with absolutely no other goals. I'm just like chilling, right? Like that's what my life looks like if I don't. If I, I mean, and, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like <laughs> there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But the thing is, um, I also don't feel good by the end of it when I'm doing that. So I know that. So like, uh, like, I mean, I feel good in that moment and like, I get that, you know, oh man, salt and vinegar chips, like <laughs> smash, smash the whole bag. And then, like, you with me? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, uh, just, it, it, but the the long term effect of doing that um is is uh i've seen what that looks like my doctor my doctor at the time would be like if, if you keep on doing what you're doing you're going to die and then in my mind i'm rationalizing i'm like we're all going to die anyway so <laughs> so whatever but um i think it was it i started taking it more seriously when i actually started to get sick and like actually feel like like shit uh and um and it started to happen like more regularly. So I think that's a combination of a lot of other things, but um, having an avenue to be able to pick what you want to do, like that's a physical pursuit, doesn't have to be like, uh, uh, I mean, you don't have to, like for me, yeah, it's it was a marathon ruck because like I was already like casually training on a training day, doing like half a marathon while I was running. So like, I will, I'll challenge myself. I'll, I'll put in a stretch, stretch goal to, to do that. Um, it wasn't easy. It took a lot of time, but I also made the commitment and, um, it was important to me and for myself to follow through. And now that's just my, my values, right? Um, if I didn't, then it would have had to been a substantial reason enough that of like why it is that I had to pivot. But for that to be, for me to like, look at that, I, I would have to be like genuinely honest with myself. Like, uh, am I really quitting this because like I, or am I really transitioning into like a different goal or am I quitting? Like, is like, cause knowing that I think it's still, still important, but, um, and there are times when like shifting like that is important, but, uh, yeah, my, my, without, without having that there, without having that physical part, cause I, I use, um, what's the spire, the spire model to, uh, or spire, um, it's like a well, well-being model to happiness so um it's a spiritual physical intellectual uh relational and emotional um i have it in my notes which is what i'm like thinking over <laughs> but like i like when i when i do my reflections and and when i do when i look at what activities that i do i see like at what parts of that is that fulfilling um or like what tools am i do i have in between where i'm like kind of using the the those other tools that i have like reflection um, when I'm able to like reflect, like that kind of fills in that, that, um, sometimes spiritual, sometimes intellectual, uh, depending on like what I'm thinking about where, um, uh, or what I'm focused on, like when I'm out there doing a long, like training, uh, ruck or something like that. So it, it worked in a lot of those different ways. Um, so for me, uh, uh, yeah, like it's, it's, I think having something there, uh, doesn't have to be doing a whole last ruck. It could be, 
I can be stretching like five minutes a day. I mean, but for me, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit more than that. <laughs> um, like I actually feel like, uh, like uh, my plan is to like start building um, uh, plyo boxes and that sort of stuff. So I can actually have some more equipment that are fo that's focused on uh, uh, fulfilling that particular goal uh, and then figuring out like what's a good measure for all those things. So yeah, I mean, after a while you build a process or whatnot, but um, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, uh, yeah, starting, starting, having something and starting somewhere. It's something that you just want to do. It doesn't have to be perfect. So, um, yeah, helps. Damn, that was super dope, dude. Like, we went through a ton of different things that you learned. And dude, the biggest thing that I took away from this is, hi, it's simply a process. There's no need to judge it. Just let it be how it is. And be able to learn as you go because you can never have it all figured out and you never know when you're going to actually need it, but have that in your toolbox. This way you're able to have a collection of all of them later on with your goals and with your life, because there's so much more that we have yet to experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But dude, this was super dope. Where can they find you? If they, they want to look more about your stuff, they want to, like hear more about your story, connect with you, any of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I remember right. My Instagram is uh, um, Brian is distracted, right? Uh, and I mean, I post up some stuff, but yeah, feel free to message me or whatever. I I check my I check my DMs from time to time. Um, but yeah, no, this is this is exciting, man. And I, you know, I I encourage like everybody to find that group or that uh, like people like I, I feel like a support network is actually really important uh especially if you're doing something that's like out of the ordinary as far as like what people are used to kind of seeing and and if you have like if, if you're like me then you definitely have um you know uh, uh people that are going to be really skeptical um and uh, a lot of people won't even believe that <laughs> you do as much as as much as you do um uh, but I feel like when you have things in balance, like you can design your life how you want it to be um, and, and take steps to to move towards that design um, and actually like learn to adapt. Depend Like no matter what your environment is like leaves with you, you can still build towards what it is that you want. So, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, no, this is this is great, man. Like I, I had a um, I had a good time uh, and learned a lot from the program uh, just from myself and from everybody that like weighs in and still allows me to integrate like what it is that everybody else's experiences are uh going through their journeys too so um it's collective intelligence it's like you know we all we all got each other's back so it's it's a uh, it's a nice place to be for sure how are you, how are you dude well right. that is brian lee 26.2 miles with 30 back, <laughs> which i'm sure yeah. you're gonna break like i don't know when but i'm sure you're gonna do something that's even crazier than than what you thought you did but dude to more than just an average human experience 